even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. Roman was right. Sammy was right. Kevin was right. And John Terriano was right. The Jesus. <laughs> I am John. I am always right. Terriano. And I just made that up to live right. Now, first of all, can go, to the, go to the information first. Yeah. Because so, I got questions for you. Contact information as always. You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Ask us a question. Be part of the show. Have fun with it. Ask us anything. Actually, ask us about the current situations in the world that's going on with wrestling. Ask us anything. Be part of the show. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the good places you can find your podcasts. I mean, just search The Smarky Geeks and we'll be the first one to pop up. Uh, subscribe to our Twitters at Smarky Geeks at Frank DeJesus at the John Turian. Subscribe to us also on our group page at Facebook. It's my favorite place to be online right now. Subscribe to us also on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. And uh, also remember to, if you like what you hear, click on the merch table tab on our website, thesmarkygeeks.com, and support the show and buy some T-shirts and face masks for your social distancing pleasures. Now on with the show. Okay, also, if you, if you guys want us to talk about something in particular, wrestling-wise, mm-hmm. if you want our opinions on it, we're just too dope shit on wrestling, ask us. Yeah. Would you guys' opinions on this? And we'll talk about it. Definitely. Now, what am I... I know I, was, I know Roman was right. I know Kevin right. Why was I right? Because you were like one of the first people saying, like, there's going to be a COVID outbreak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were, you were saying... You were ringing that bell since from jump. Because there was no way there couldn't be. Yeah. You have that many people close together, and and WWE wasn't doing testing. Yeah. You know, look, if WWE was doing the testing as good or bad as the testing is, mm-hmm. maybe this wouldn't happen. But they're not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, AEW, it would be because they people who came up positive would be sent home. Right. And, and those that didn't, you know. That's why AEW hasn't had a problem yet. Yeah. But since we're talking about WWE, let's get right into that. Um. A report came out that WWE did mass testing. And up to thirty people have tested positive in that in that circle. Yeah. In that in that aspect. One of them is Renee Young, who tweeted out about it. And WWE is not too happy about it. Cause they don't want their talent talking about it. They're trying they're trying to keep their head in the sand about it in terms of public. Well, they're, they're not talking about it on their show. They're not mentioning it. Yeah, that's usually their modus operandi, right? Like, if something's happening in the world, it's not going to be mentioned, you know? You know, like, when this first started, you know, they never mentioned it. They never... I think they might have mentioned it now because of, they have to now. Uh, but they don't... Even AEW wouldn't mention it. It was like... the I, For WWE, the idea is not to remind people about the shit that's going on in the world. Because if... If you remind them that, you know, there's a pandemic, everyone's going to switch to the news and watch the pandemic, you know? 
Yeah, because I, yeah, I because understand. because nobody heard about it until WWE mentioned it on TV. Nobody knew what was going on in the world. I, I'm were, just saying, like blinders on, to, blinders on to the world. Nobody knew no. <laughs> until, until 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 Corey Graves fucking said it on TV, and people were like, "Oh my God, there's a pandemic going on." I don't get. It. Oh my God, I put the news on. Come on. Well, no, you know what I'm saying. Like the idea is not to remind people of what's going on in the world. Be a distraction is what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. but you but, you know you could say you know what we know there's a lot going on in the world right now. But, you know, we want to give you a break from it. Yeah. You know, AEW is the same way until recently. Now they just started mentioning it. Because now they don't have a choice. Yeah. They know it's serious. No, well, and also I think they're trying to one-up AEW a little bit. It's be, not that hard now. be transparent it's, about it. Yeah. It's really not that hard. Yeah. But anyway, so like up to 30 talents have tested positive. And Renee Young testing positive impacted AEW. Because, yeah. of course, Renee's husband is John Moxley. Yeah. So Moxie was supposed to be on AEW this week, but because of Renee Young testing positive and that's his wife, he stayed home. Is, how is that considered first, secondhand, though? Wouldn't that be firsthand? No, she got a second firsthand. What do you mean, what do you mean firsthand? Because the report, or the, when they released about um, Moxie, it was said that he was told not to come because he was exposed to COVID secondhand. Would him being with his wife not be... You know, she was a post. I think. I mean, the only thing I can guess is that she was exposed to it firsthand. So he's getting it from her, who got it from somebody Which else. Will be second. I okay. guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. so he just he made the decision to stay home. Now, one of the things that they advised him to do was stay in a hotel, like just get away from the house. They have a big mansion, so they're staying on separate sides of the house. Must be nice to be rich. Yeah. So and Q T Marshall, another guy in AEW that was exposed to by somebody else, he tested negative. But here was the problem. When WWE, a lot of the guys they tested, what people they tested, a lot of them tested negative the first time and positive the second time. Mm-hmm. They were tested more than once. So that's why this is not... And they were also going to start having fans in the audience again, like friends of the wrestlers, like diehards. They're going to start doing that anymore. Yeah. So this is a fucked up situation now. And it's in Florida. Right, Florida, <laughs> they're one of the worst states. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's just, it's just, I guess I'm, I'm looking for something that's why. Um. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna start testing. I don't know. But here's a problem. If you watch news to the news this week, the governors of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut instituted. "Quote unquote travel ban of anybody coming in from those high, high volume states. Mm-hmm. One of them being Florida. Now Dave Meltzer wrote, talked about. It. I'm just gonna read read what he wrote. Uncle oh, Dave. I'm just gonna he didn't write this. But I'm just gonna read what I what I have. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Dave reported that how WWE is planning to get around the new travel ban, which is in place. He spelled the travel ban. Whoever wrote this wrote ban by mistake. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, Phil Murphy of New Jersey, and Ted, Ned Lamont of Connecticut issued an order that everyone that leaves the state for a number of different states where the outbreaks are high right now, in particular Florida, must quarantine for two weeks before they can return to society. Both WWE and AEW tapings in Florida, this affects some AEW talent, notably MJF, who lives in Long Island. Yeah. Most of WWE executives live in Connecticut. The plan going forward for WWE was for the people who live in those states to fly out to Philadelphia, fly out of Philadelphia to Orlando, and back to Philadelphia and drive from there back to Connecticut or New York from those who live there. 
Even though there's very much a violation of what the governors want, can be punished by up to a thousand dollar fine in New York. The potential fine of two thousand for the first offense and ten thousand thereafter. They are not blockading the border of New Jersey driving in, so there are the large Philadelphia loophole. So WWE's putting their talent in danger. And putting everybody else in danger by by Yeah. Look, I said it from the beginning. One of the things I said from the beginning very early on was both companies should have shut it down completely. Can't. They can't do that. Well, AEW... I, I can understand WWE. AEW, a report came out on how true it is that if AEW doesn't produce new content, TNT will cancel them. TNT will cancel? Yes. Yeah, see, WWE, I think, would be able to survive that. You know, because especially now that they're, you know, it's been released that they're going to be making, like, the most money they've ever made, ever, like, record numbers, you know, this year. You know, so they would be able to survive that. A company like AEW, granted, they got a lot of money behind them, but I don't think... But couldn't AEW do a bunch of tapings and just release new, new, if new, new footage every week like that, rather than do weekly? The TNT deal, they want live stuff. They, they have to do at least a certain amount of numbers live. You know, and if they don't do that, well, what I what, what I would do is that I do two, I do two weeks of tapings, and then go live. So every one live show, every two weeks of tapings. Yeah, which is what they were kind of doing before, right? But then the whole shit with, you know, becoming essential and shit like that, wrestling becoming somehow, of all sports, wrestling became essential. You could thank Vince McMahon for that. Yeah. Because so. he, he's, cause he's, got, he's got his hands in, in somebody's pocket. Yeah. So, like I said before, like, I think had that not happened, they would have had something to say, be like, we can't because, of, you know, force, what's it called? Force of nature, you know? Right. So, they, they have to, we can't do it because we can't make the show we have to do a bunch of tapings and then we'll produce it that way and then then I think the company the the networks would have to adhere to that because it's out of their hands right but since it's made essential and since it's made possible to do recordings then now the companies the networks will be like you have access to do it now so do it you know God, I'm sorry no no that was it basically you know and then AEW is you know they have to they have to produce or else they're gonna lose a deal with TNT after just getting a brand new deal, you know, or if not lose a deal, it'll be a weaker deal than they've had before, or whatever, you know, right. however that works. So, another report came out that WWE had booked an 8,000 seat arena in Lakeland, Florida for Raw and SmackDown yeah. to shoot there at the end of July. So, Vince is determined to have fans back as soon as possible, but with Florida being the crap show it is, that's probably gonna get to late. Right, but let's you know we're past let's get out of the COVID stuff for a minute. Let's talk about what's going on WWE in general. WWE is a shit show in general right now. Forget oh. the COVID stuff. Wrestling right now is a shit show. But let's get to WWE first. Uh, Bruce Pitchard Fr- Bruce Pitcher. Pritchard. Pritchard is the lead booker for Raw and SmackDown. And Dave Meltzer is reporting that he wants less he wants shorter matches and more talking. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, so, that's going to be the thing, yeah. So last week, Raw had 23 minutes of total ring action. It took a half hour to get to the first match. So Raw's going to go back to the way it used to be. Yeah. Which is shit. Yeah. I tried watching it. It's, 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 it's Pritchard. You know, you can tell with the ninja stuff and all that. The, the yeah. goofy uh, skits and all that shit. And uh, what's his face? R-Truth is getting a lot of fucking time and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a comedy show now. It's a... 
truly a parody of what wrestling well, is. Well, you always said you always said WWE is a parody of wrestling. Yeah. Also, one person, Paul Heyman, would wanted to push certain people, mm-hmm. and one of the people, one of the person he wanted to push was Liv Morgan, and he was pushing her, but now she's not getting a push anymore. Are they going to put it back with Ruby Riot? Yeah. So, her push is done. I mean, we expected those people who he was pushing were going to get pushed back. Yeah. Down. Um, uh, Liv Morgan is. I mean, that's not a big loss for WWE, really. Um, she's talented enough, I guess. But she, they weren't doing anything. You know, Heyman wasn't doing anything great with her. You know, she, well, they were building it up because they, 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 they were doing some video packages of her to try to build her up. I mean, they didn't want. I, I Heyman, liked what he was doing. He wasn't. He didn't want to throw fast. He was slow building her back, building her up to being a star, no, which was great. No, she was. She was being thrown fast. Like she was. She as soon as she came back, she was the the lesbian lover of Lana and stuff like that. You know, that was one of Heyman's deals there, where he, where he was. Remember, Heyman was brought in to bring one of the things he was brought in to do was bring uh, women back into the the fandom and stuff like that. Get that get that um demographic up. Well, but, but after I'm talking about after that. Now they they were gonna try to package her again as a legit star. Now right. was when Paul Heyman was working on, and that's done. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for her, but I don't think, I don't think it would have worked. <laughs> it might have. We don't know. That's the whole thing. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, think that's for WWE for now. I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, everything else we talk about is gonna, it's gonna fall under WWE at some point or one, yeah. or another. But let's get to Impact Wrestling. Yeah, let's do, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Impact had an eventful week. Every company in wrestling right now is having an eventful uh, week. <laughs> yeah. So it, is, it, it kind of feels almost. Sucks a little bit, you know. When you think about it, like it sucks. Kind of hurts to be a wrestling fan. You it know? does. After this last week and a half, it's just it's like kind of hard to be yeah. like, yeah, I love this. But then all this shit that's been happening. But yeah, I, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please don't worry about it. So, of course, the big story of Impact is Joey Ryan. Yeah. You no, know, Joey Ryan. Stories started coming out about him inappropriate behavior with women. Some different rape allegations. A, a plethora of crap about him. New shit every hour. Right. So him. Impact did the right thing. They cut all ties with him. They, 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 they just cut it. They, they deleted him completely. Good. Which is hilarious because his new gimmick was cancel culture, and he got canceled. Yeah. Yeah, he got so, canceled. Yeah, his whole and his bar wrestling. Yeah, he shut down his Twitter. Shut down bar wrestling. Sucked anyway. Candice um, LeRae, who, who was close friends with him, came out. And she's done. With them. Yeah, she's oh, done yeah. with him. Yeah, she's like, I, I had no idea this was going on. She's like, I said like, no. Yeah. Um, but that's not the only person Impact lost this week. Michael Elgin got fired. Apparently, it had nothing to do with any of this. He got into a fight, a fist fight with Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, pre probably started it if he's the one that got fired. Yeah. Over Sammy Callahan. Well, yeah, I mean the the, the allegations and stuff like that, it's not all sexual stuff. It's all like unsafe wrestlers and stuff like right. that that have been, been being I mean Michael Elgin had a story about him a few years ago when he was in Japan if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, probably. And Tessa Blanchard, who is the Impact was the Impact World <laughs> Champion, is no longer there. That's a weird story. Not a weird story. She had been staying in Mexico the entire time. She hmm. didn't want to come wrestle. She was you no know, whatever. She do she was afraid of wrestling. Well, through the situation, COVID. Right. So, with, with Impact, her contract is up at the end of this month. 
What Impact wanted to do was get her back here for one more match, have her drop the title. I'm guessing that was the plan. So they wanted to film some video bits to air on Impact. Just to, you know, say it's a building of the match. She refused to do it. She didn't want to work at all. And they weren't even sure if they were going to be able to get her back here for that last match. So they just let her go. <laughs> How do you think... Because she must still have the title. The belt, she has the belt. Yeah, she has the physical belt. So you think she's going to go to another company and do a, a Blaze, a Alondra Blaze type of thing, just drop it in a trash and, and like show up on NWA? Impact's going to, I guarantee you, Impact's going to say, you do that, we're going to sue the crap out of you. <laughs> there, there's some, because remember, the, the Alondra Blaze thing kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I think now Anthem would sue the shit out of her if she tried that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, look. Well, what if, what if they did something like, Low key, like, like she's holding a bag, and in that bag is a title, and she just throws it away. If it's not, look, if it doesn't physically show the Impact Championship, yeah. I don't think Anthem will care. Do what you want. As long as they don't have the belt, she doesn't physically show. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll give a shit one way or the other. But it's messed me. Look, she's had rumors about her for years too. Yeah. But. The Im- Look, I get you don't want to come here to wrestle because what's going on with COVID. I get that. But Impact gave you a chance. They made you their top star. They made you the first woman, woman ever to hold a men's championship. They pushed you to the stars. And because you don't want to... And you're going to do them like that? Yeah. No, it's unseemly as hell. Yeah. It's, like, it's like she doesn't give a shit. But so she probably in- didn't want to come in either. Which then, no, that, can't look, blame her for and her contract. <laughs> I, I see it. My thing. I I think if her contract was still up for another year, they would they would have just let her sit. They weren't. They wouldn't have fought. They they would have figured something out. But then she had less a month to go on the contract. Like, you know, plus all the other stuff with a whole too big to climb. Like, you know what? We're done. Well, I'm saying like if like she didn't want to come in at all. She didn't want... No, no. Not only did she not want to come in, she didn't want to do anything. She, yeah, like, she didn't want to do the video They, they asked her to film video bits that yeah. they can air on Impact to build up the title match. But I'm saying, like, even at that title match, which is in a couple weeks. Right. Uh, Slammiversary. It's on July 17th. Yeah, so... Or 18th. And okay. she probably doesn't want to come in then. You know? So, like, what does she do now? Yeah, I mean, look, it was, the, it was yeah. for the best. It really was for the best. You know, what they're going to do with the Impact, who, I mean, right now, Moose is their champion. He's a champion. He is their, he is the TNA heavyweight, he is their, he is the only champion they have right now. Yeah, but they're not, I mean, it's, if you watch it, they're not treating it, it, they're treating it weird, like, he's not really, like, he just brought the thing and said, I'm defending this. Well, but it's he, like, it's his. But it was all taped before all Tessa thing happened, mm-hmm. so I think they're gonna, they might do something different, maybe they'll just give him the Impact championship. I doubt they'll just do they'll, that. They'll do something. They'll do a match for it, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious if... Like, I, I've never been on the Impact website, like, lately. I wonder if they have him listed as the TNA champion. Because it, they're treating it as if he just he just brought the champion on him, and now he's the champion. That's it. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look yeah. it up. Can you say um, But, yeah. Moose. He's doing... Yeah, so that's the gimmick he's doing. It's just, like, he's just walking around. He's defending it. He's putting it on the line against people and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're treating it like an actual title to win and stuff like that. You know? People take him on those challenges. 
So I wonder. Yeah, I'm curious if it's considered an actual title now. I'm looking up. I'm looking it up. I'm on Impact Wrestling. I'm looking at their website right now. Give me a second. Here we go. Uh, huh. That's Charlie Caruso. Yes, it is. She looks so different. Tell them what we're watching. Oh, we're watching the finals of the Cruiserweight Classic. The semifinals and finals of the Cruiserweight Classic. So, something different this week. You know, as Frankie Frank picked this week, so that's what he wanted to watch, so that's what we're watching. Um, hmm. Next time I'm going to watch the Joshi. It says Show. world title vacant, knockout Jordan Grace, X Division, Willie Mack, Tag Team North. Nope. They don't, yeah, see, cause it's just something he brought in. And he's running around saying that he is the champion here and stuff like that. Interesting. So, I mean, that makes, you know what? It makes Slammiversary even more interesting, I guess, to see what they're going to be doing with that. Because now you have the quote-unquote WWE invasion or whatever they're going to do with that. And then now you have what they're going to do with this title um, shot, whatever. Who's going to get the, the title shot? Because it was supposed to be a fatal four-way. It was supposed to be Elgin. Five-way, no? Huh? It was going to be, it was a five-way. No, it was a four-way. Fatal four-way. Oh, okay. Elgin, Tessa, um... Elgin, Tessa, I think Eddie Edwards? Yeah, and um, somebody else. I don't remember who. I forgot. Um, I think it was Trey. Maybe, yeah. No, not Trey. Um, was it? I thought it was Trey. No, nah, it's that guy. Oh, I forgot his name. He's, he's uh, like a Cruiserweight style guy. He's purple. He, co- he walks around in a car. Ace. Oh, Ace Austin. Yeah, Ace yeah. Austin, yeah. Thank you. Go oh, buddy. look. Got Michael little, Nakazawa was there. Got a little, <laughs> if you look at the picture of him on the Impact site, it reminds me of Gambit a little bit. Yeah, that's him. Here you go. Michael Nakazawa was on the Cruiserweight champ, um, Classic wow. <laughs> as like uh, Kota Bushi's friend or whatever. He was like behind him and stuff. <laughs> Speaking of him, I never knew that. I, I gotta watch the whole thing and see what I see behind there. I wonder if Kenny was in the audience or some shit. Probably. <laughs> oh, speaking of Impact, Impact has given a very We've large... We've been speaking of Impact since Jump. Um, no, cause one more thing about Impact than number one. They have offered a, a massive contract to Gallows Anderson to wrestle for them. Part of the contract will be they'll be allowed to wrestle for New Japan as well. Okay. Cool. Would you would would that be a good get for them? And it would be, and it would also build up relations again between Impact and New Japan. Yeah, because it it's a different company since then. So hopefully, I know they've been like very hesitant with each other ever since Okada left. You know, because Okada got treated like shit. But it's a different company now. So hopefully, like uh, Don Don Callis and stuff like that can work a, a new deal with them. But if you look at all the... I, I posted this in the group page. I'm looking for it right now real quick. All the champions and impact since Anthem took over. It is pretty bad how many of them are not there anymore. <laughs> it's been, what, five years since Anthem took over? Something like that? There we go. Yeah, something like that. So these are all their champions. Alberto El Patreon. Fire champ. You <laughs> Eli Drake, fired a year and a half later. <laughs> Pentagon Jr. is in AEW. Austin Aries left the company after his reign, had a public tantrum on pay-per-view when he lost. Then he got pinned and no sold it, this guy would walk away. Left, yeah. Johnny Impact from WWE as Johnny Nitro. Yeah. Brian Cage in AEW. 
Sammy Callahan. Um, the only one that's had any kind of success since winning that championship has been Drew Galloway, who's Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And Tessa Blanchard, who just got fired as champ. So two of the champions that got fired uh, and since in the anthem have got fired as champions. It feels like Impact is a pit stop promotion now. Like, outside of, like, the people that have been there, anybody they bring into the chain, they throw the belt on them, they stay for a little while, then they leave. Yeah, I mean, that seems... That's what I was saying before, with all these WWE people going free. Odds are, if they're offering this big contract to Gallows and Anderson, they're going to be champs right away. Yeah. And then they'll be there for a while until they leave for Japan permanently or whatever. Um, But, yeah, as soon as they appear on... WWE uh, Impact they're champs they're gonna be champs right away Impact needs star power right now yeah. they, they do I mean, I mean you could bring someone like the Revival FTR into, into AEW and slow push them to the top because AEW's got stars mm-hmm. Impact doesn't have that yeah. so it makes sense for them to bring you know, a tag team like Gal Anderson in and just push them right to the top it makes sense is it the right thing to do probably not or maybe it is but that's what they're gonna do because they need stars. Yeah. Um, got any more impacts? Uh, nope. No so yeah, so we talked about you know Joy Ryan is he's gone. Um, Ziggy Dice and Dubs. Yeah, he um, I think NWA told people that anybody who doesn't follow our vision of the company can leave. And Ziggy Dice left. He's the TV champion. He left. Yeah. I mean, NWA's got its own problem. Dave Lagana, their VP, is involved in speaking out. Right. (laughs) He's done. So then they're just restructuring their whole front office now. So so NWA is on hiatus for all intents and purposes. Yeah. I mean, they've been on hiatus because of the whole pandemic. But yeah. Yeah, but now they're officially, like, now they're not even pretending to take, you know... They're not even pretending to be an active wrestling company anymore. What do you mean? Like, you know, at least when before all this started, you know, they, they probably had dates set to do some kind of taping. They're probably going to try to maybe do empty arena taping. Oh, okay. They're not doing anything now. Yeah, they put everything on hold for a long time because of the, the, the pandemic. And they were doing this another show called uh, Carney Land, um, which was interesting. Uh, but yeah, but they weren't doing any wrestling for a while. I think they had shut down their stuff for for a long time. Um, but yeah, 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 it sucks. I, I think it was him and um, Ricky Ricky Starks were like two of the breakout stars for me. Yeah, you know, Ziggy Dice grew on me. You know, like when I first saw him, I was like, "What is this?" And then it just he just grew on me. He's a he's a character more than a wrestler, um, but he's a, he's a great character, and he's just fun to watch. So I hope he, I mean he's a, yeah I know he has a band and all that stuff, uh, but I hope and he honestly lines. his music is not that bad. No, it's not. It's better than the Butcher's music, like that he has like grindcore music metal, which it's I'm different. not a fan of. Yeah, it's different. I like Ziggy Dice's more. Um, yeah, so Ziggy Dice. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it's not a great fit for me to have him on AW. I don't know where. I, Impact would be fine for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know where else we put this guy. I don't think... I don't know. He's not like a breakout star or anything like that to me. He's just fun to watch. He'd be a good character for Raw SmackDown. 
Yeah. I hate to say it. He's one of those guys that you could see fitting on Raw. Yeah. Because he fit right into it. The way, you know, his character work would fit right into what they do. Yeah. I mean, if if he showed up at AEW or whatever, I wouldn't be like, ah, fuck. But I wouldn't be like holding holding my breath for something spectacular to happen with him there, you know? I'm sure they'll just use him as like enhancement talent and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. He'll be one of those guys who has a show within the show, you know, the Zicky Dice interview or whatever, you know, at, on uh, Raw SmackDown. Yeah. You know, you know the only you know the only person that could save the NWA, right? Oh boy, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> but with all the allegations coming out, speaking out allegations, there's rumors that WWE's gonna shut down the UK division. Because a lot of the wrestlers that are, that are involved in this whole thing are from the UK. Oh, and shit. wrestle for them in the UK. Yeah, listen, they were just waiting for an excuse. Yeah, they, 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 like they didn't care about that division at all. And they stopped with that whole shit where they were... The, the idea was to make territory, territories. Right. They were going to do an Asian in Japan. They are going to have an NXT Japan. They were going to have an NXT uh, Mexico, NXT... Um, oh, where was it? There was this other place. I can't remember. I think one of the the Saudi Arabia places they're gonna have different locations and stuff like that. That's done. That was done a long time ago. I'm glad. And UK was the only one that survived. And and even then, no one no one watched that show. As, and I thought it was good. It reminded me of old NXT, you know, before the live stuff, you know. But it was, you know, they they just they just looking away from it, which is fine. Like hopefully, I'm okay with it because they really ruined that. That scene over there, that yeah. UK scene, the indie UK scene, and it, it turns out the UK scene was already screwed up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Beyond that, yeah, there's more. Yeah, it was, it was screwed up long before WWE got their hands on it. And WWE only did the UK thing to, 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 to close down or to go against um, this company called World of Sports, which is like another like, like promotion stuff like that. They, they, they were doing wrestling over there, and. And then, and that's the only reason why they did. They did. They came in, swept all these wrestlers up, and then started their own thing. While I think World of Sports went went out of business because of it, and other UK companies went out of business. I mean, UK the UK wrestling scene as a whole is in trouble right now. Because what's going on? Well, I mean, it's not just UK. It's all over. The I'm just saying, but a lot of it started in the UK. A lot of wrestlers that are at the at the forefront of this are UK guys. And we started with David Starr, right. who's American. But he mostly works over there, or he did. He, he's not working anymore. No, he, um, his, I mean, his career's probably over. Yeah. But I, I think I posted this somewhere. Wrestling, more than any other quote-unquote sport, will give you a million and one chances. If you're talented enough. I, I like think Like, they don't have, they don't have, now. like, they're not like baseball, football, basketball, hockey, where three strikes, you're out, or, like, they, but pro wrestling doesn't do that. They'll always give you a chance better or work that will always give you a chance I, I think it's different now um, or it's going to be different it's going to have to be um, now it's going to have to be yeah because it, it sucks you know we're seeing all this shit come out seeing all this shit happening you know the speaking out movement and it sucks I'm glad that these women and, and other and, and men have come out and and be brave about it and do what they're doing and, and you know I support them um, and it when I say it sucks, it sucks that this is happening to this industry that we love. Right. Right. And but I I think it's one of those things where you got to go through the dark before it gets light, right? Because think about what comes from this. 
chains, hopefully. Yeah? There are organizations that are starting up now. There's the Safe Wrestling Alliance, I believe it's called, and they're trying to work up uh, rules and regulations to come up with a booklet to hopefully pass it as policy to other um, wrestling schools and promotions and stuff like that. They, they have to follow these rules. You know, you know uh, other people are trying to do uni- try and unionize now uh, uh, other promotions and stuff like that. So, and those pushes that were being pushed before, they were trying to do that shit stuff before, and now getting a lot of heat under them to and, and, and support because of this shit that's happening now. So, it, it like I said, it sucks what's happening, you know, to something that we love. But I think there is going to be change. It has to be changed from this, you know. And um, yeah, I think I think just just be patient and and relax. Every it, it sucks, and we're all feeling the same way. But I think it's going to get better. Yeah. Now, one of the names that came out last week and starting a little more with Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, big indie star guy. You know, head book of Ring of Honor. Yeah. Now, you know the story that you know you know his accusation. Right? Sixteen year old. Now, how do you feel about this? Now, I'm asking that for a reason. It's creepy. I understand okay. it's legal over there. That that that's the point I was gonna make. So, look, if he was an American wrestler that went there with the express purpose mm-hmm. of sleeping with a sixteen year old girl, that's creepy. But if you're born there and you spend your whole life there, and that's just the way it is there. But it's not just the way it is there. It is. It's just legal. It's just like it, it right here in America. It's legal to have sex with a 17 year old girl. But it, I'm not gonna do that because right, I'm not a creep. But the point, right? But the point is, the age of consent is 16. So if he didn't, I'm at, I'm at two ends of the spectrum on this. He didn't technically. He didn't break any. Is it a little creepy? Yes. But he didn't break any laws. So he's being punished here. Something he did there. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree with. I, you know, punish him. You know, because listen, it's creepy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is he doing with a six-year-old guy? Oh, but no. he met her. See, my whole the problem I'm having with this is he met her in a bar. They were both drinking. So, I say this is so many sites. This is one of the ones that I'm like. You gotta be listen. You're you're a wrestler. You got why you why is she at the bar? You know what I'm saying? You know, and he didn't deny that it happened. He denied that he, she, he knew she she was sixteen. No, so no, he didn't even deny that. He just thought that it was consensual. He never no, he he, he don't deny that. So oh, it was also six years ago. So Marty's thirty now. He was twenty four. She was sixteen. It was eight year age So I'm, I'm not making it any doesn't make it any better. But I'm yeah. saying this is so many sides. This is one. Of, this is one of the ones where there's so many sides to it. Mm-hmm. Like how do you know? I, I don't know how to feel about it. This is one of the ones I don't know how to feel about. I understand. Because it, it... Like, um... What's his name? The announcer guy, Justin... Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. Kind of in the same situation. It was a 17-year-old girl. And I believe 17 is the legal age. Here. You know? I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was going to Google that, but I don't want that on my search history. Yeah. So, I just didn't <laughs> I don't want that um, on my Google search history. But it, it's the same situation there. Possibly the same situation there. Because... You know, he was talking to a girl that was 17, and he knew she was 17, stuff like that. So it's not illegal, but it's just fucking creepy. Right. You know? So, and that's the problem. I, Well, that's one of the problems, like I said, I'm having yeah. was he t- technically, he didn't break any laws. He didn't do it. He, if he had done it here, 
Or again, like I said, if he had been an American wrestler that traveled there with that express purpose in mind, mm-hmm. yeah, then we have a problem. But he was born at his country. That's the way he's always been there. So I don't know if it's fair to punish him here for something he did there that wasn't illegal there. It's not like, you know, if he had killed somebody, then we're talking, we're talking all the No, we say punish. What are you talking about? Like not working and stuff? I don't know what is punished. I don't know what's going to come out of it here. Well, he's yeah. not getting sued or anything like that. If anything, he'll... He might not have that deal with Ring of Honor anymore, or or NWA. Um, I I got a feeling his will be one of the ones that get that just blows over. Like people will start looking at this, looking at the whole story, like the whole picture. Not you know, and they might they might. I don't know if he'll get a pass necessarily. He might get a little blowback for it, but he'll be one of the ones that doesn't get a lot of blowback over it. It it will always come up. It'll always, always come. Always come up. Yeah, he might be the one that survives it and comes through, and he might be on TV again. Um, but there's always going to be he'll he'll say something, and someone's going to be like, "Well, but that's you know you know whatever situation." Yeah, the best thing he could do is not say anything. I don't think he's ever going to be a star again. I think that's done. I don't know about yeah. that. I don't say I don't know about that. I don't think so. I don't think so. Unless he does something. That is so supportive of the speaking out movement. He he might, which he's not. He is explaining himself away, you know, and almost blaming the victims and stuff like that, you know. And I can't, yeah, I can't support that. You know, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm at two minds of this one because mm-hmm. well, you should be. You should ask these questions and, and don't just listen to me. You know, figure it out. You but, know, I think you know, it, my opinion. See, a lot of the wrestlers that have been accused of stuff, they're the history. It's like one thing after another. You know, you start like, we use the Joey Ryan one as the extreme example. Mm-hmm. All these stories came out about Joey Ryan, one after another, after another, after <laughs> another, and it became a pattern. If you get a wrestler like Marty, where it's that one incident with, it, with, with something that wasn't illegal in his country, and nothing else comes out about him at all, if he's been, nothing else comes out bad about him, It'll blow over with him. Like eventually, that'll be one of those things. That, okay, you know what? it was. It wasn't illegal in his country. It, he got caught up in the Speak Now movement. He got caught up in the movement, and it might just blow over. But if stuff starts coming out about him besides that, I don't know. That's uh, my. You know, it, it depends on what comes out after. Nothing, I think. I think for current fans, it's going to be in the minds like always. You know what I'm saying? But see, a lot of people. The, here's the problem. One of the problems is. A lot of people are looking at it. He slept with six-year-old girls. That's all they're looking. That's all he needs to look. But at. they hit. But here's the problem. He did it in his country, where care. the age of consent. Right. But in his country, that's the age of consent. His country, he didn't do anything wrong. I don't care. It's creepy. Even in his country, it's creepy to go with a six-year-old. That's just creepy. You know. I'm just telling you. I'm just giving. I both. understand. It's illegal. It's legal over there. I understand that. It's legal. But it's still fucking creepy. Yeah, you know? but I don't think people are gonna be like, ah, it was legal. All right, fine. No, that shit was creepy. That shit is creepy. You know? Right, but I don't. You're an adult. Why are you sleeping with a six year old? You know, it's just that's all that needs to be known. You know, I, I can't explain away. I can't explain them away. Like I, I, it's always gonna be in the minds of people. You know. I I, I get your point of view. I do. I totally get your point. As a father, your father, I get your point of view. But I'm looking at a point of view is, did, will this affect his career? Like, like I said, if nothing else comes out about him at all, 
this will be one of those things that people will always know about, but it might, but he may, he might have to work harder to get where he wants to go. And you know, in his you know, be more of a, he have to he'll have to work harder to become a star. I don't he'll think that star thing is ever going to happen. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't I, think so. Like, it's going to be... Like, think of a, like a company like AEW. Right? Who is... Like, in these situations and whatnot, they try to be, like I've always said, the woke company, right? Do you think they're just going to be like, alright, let's hire this guy who's had this in his past? You know? I, I, don't, I don't think so. You know? Wait, Maybe but, WWE, that's... Probably his best stop would be WWE. Look, all I say is time will tell him this. Like, well, of course, but I'm know. just saying. My take is that he's not going to be a star anymore. You know, he can be maybe a like a, a booker or whatever. Still, sure, probably, because not many people other than us who look behind the the velvet rope, the, the curtains, or whatever. Uh, not many uh, people care about what happens behind behind the scenes, right? But we do. We'll, we'll probably talk about that when if he gets booked to be the booker of a company or whatever, right? But I don't think he's going to be a, a major character anymore. You know? I think the villain is gone. Unfortunately. Well, uh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, don't I mean it happened during a time when there's no wrestling going on? The perfect time for it. Then. Right. Yeah. So, when when wrestling starts coming back, we'll, we'll, you know, that's when we'll know what's going on. That's when we'll yeah, know yeah, what his place will be. I'm saying my take on it is that right. he's gone. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. Like, he's one of the guys that might survive this. He's one of the few guys that might survive this. Another guy that probably will survive this will be Sammy Guevara. That was, about, that was going to be my next question. What do you think about Sammy Guevara and his situation? What he what he said, I, I watched his, I watched his pub, I read his public apology, I read Sasha Banks' statement that they mm-hmm. talked. Was it a stupid thing for him to say? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he said well, that was four. It was four years ago. Okay, it was four. Years, you still said. Yeah. No, I mean he. I. It, you know, kind of like what you were trying to say, I guess, with Marty Scott, is I, I'm more willing to give him a break, of any sort, because. I, I feel like people are conflating him with the the other accusations here, and he did no actions. He said something incredibly stupid and horrendous. And and he took you know and he, and now he's paying for it and he's always gonna pay for it you know as he should you know but you know and then this whole speaking out thing came out and now he, you know he had to make the apology and he made his apology and, and he spoke to her first that that which was great you know? he did the right thing and that's who needs to accept the apology and she did you know and then and she made her statement and stuff like that and now and then AEW did their their reaction to it where he's suspended indefinitely. His pay went to a, a women's organization uh, in in Jacksonville, you know, and then um, months from now, and I I'm pretty sure they're gonna have him take sensitivity training and stuff like that. Well, they already are. He's taking. He's getting into. Sensitivity. So, yes. All right, yeah, good. So he's going to sensitivity training. He said his goodbyes for on YouTube. You know, like you know. Yes, I watched YouTube that. Video. I watched that. Yes. And you know, that's the, you know, I I don't forgive him or anything like that, but I think, the way he it. I don't know if it was his idea to go about it this way or whatever. I'm sure he has people telling him what to do and stuff like that. But the way he's going about with that situation, I can accept. I can see him coming back. You know, it's still going to be even for him. It's going to be harder, right, to come back and be a star like he was becoming. Like he was on a rocket ship to start. Right, right. It's going to be even harder for him. And all he did was say a stupid ass joke. Right. 
he, Skrull did, did the action. And granted, I know it was legal where he was, but he still did the action. You know? Saying what <coughs> Sammy said was still legal for him to say it. It was incredibly stupid for him to say right. it. Right. Just like it was incredibly stupid for him, Skrull, to do what he did. You know? So think about that. Like, how hard is it going to be for Sammy to get uh, become a star again then for just saying something? Now, he, Skrull did something. You know? See, one thing that's... Just, do, Sammy did everything right. He did everything right in this. Yeah. No, or he's trying. Not, yeah. He's trying. He's still... I mean, he's, he's only 24. He's still a kid. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I don't see him blaming the victims or anything like that. Or saying, like, hey, you know... I'm a, I was I was just a dumbass. That's what we do back then, you know. Well, he did say stuff like you know I you know I I said something I thought I was I was trying to be funny, you know. He did not that he tried to yeah, explain you know, he, it no, away, he did. but he said yeah. he was trying to be funny. He was what, what was he sixteen? Um, eighteen. No, he's twenty two now. Yeah, he was sixteen. Yeah, he was sixteen. No, eighteen. Sixteen. years ago. Yeah, yeah. 18. So no, no, it was four years. He was like eighteen. Yeah, so four years. Ago. Yeah, so he's eighteen now. He's twenty two. So yeah, so he was. He was saying he was 18, and yeah, four years is not that long of a time, but he he was saying, like, please, he was asking for time to grow, you know? Right. Um, you know, and I forget, you know, the minute he, you know, that I heard about him, like, okay, who, am I the same person I was four, I'm, I'm really almost, I'm 50, am I the same person I was four years ago? No. Or five years ago, are you the same person you were four, no, none of us are the same person we were a few years ago, so I'm a little more forgiving, like, he incredibly stupid what he said incredibly stupid but you know the, the fact that the person he said it about forgave him goes a long way too yeah he you was know Sasha had come out and raged out against it yeah and then, unforgivable you know, but she said you know we talked it's fine yeah he went to her first before making any public statement which was the right thing to do you know and then she made her statement first and then he came out with his stuff and then stuff, and then AEW came out with their, their reaction to it you know that I think is the way to go about it, you know. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I just think it's it's going to take a lot of patience because I do think we have to allow people to evolve. We right. do have to allow people to grow, you know. And some of them, some of the people that are accused may just need our patience to evolve and grow, you know. Um, Look, some guys' careers are over. Yeah. Joey Ryan's career is over. Good. There's no way. Jo- there's no way Joey Ryan comes back from this. Good. There's no way. Um. Uh, David Starr's career is probably over. Yeah. There's no way he comes back from this. Yeah. There's some guys that have been accused of stuff. They are not coming back from this. There's too many accusations. Like what? Too many things happened over time. Yeah. What about Jimmy Havoc? That situation. How do you feel how AEW dealt with that? AEW dealt with it the right way. The, I, when I first heard the Jimmy Havoc thing, I was like, really? And then I started hearing more about it. It sounded like a toxic relationship on both sides. It sounded like they both treated each other like shit. Yeah. Look, I'm not forgiving what he did was wrong. It's not, What he did was complete. I'm not saying anything right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it's one of those things where... They were both fucked up. <laughs> it's not like it was just a toxic relationship on both ends of the, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if he comes. He's one of those guys. He's also almost forty. I don't know if he comes back from this either. No, he's not. He's done. I think the only reason why they didn't fire him was because 
he has history of mental illness and self-harm. So what they did was have him go into rehab and stuff like that. And then when he is of right mind, then they'll take care of him. Right. Or, you know, decide what they're going to do with him. And I don't think he's coming back to the company, though. He's done. Probably not. I mean, yeah. He's done. Um, I mean, also a story came out about, about I think I t- we talked about it last week. A former female fan said she got, she had problems with a WWE wrestler at SummerSlam a few years ago who's now wrestling with AEW who was married. Yeah. That... I know what you're gonna say. I don't like. You're speculating. I'm not no one. I'm telling you what she said. Yeah. When that name does come out, whoever it is, that person's probably done with the company. Yeah. Whoever the name, I'm not. I'm not speculating who's that. Whoever the name comes out, yeah. whoever it is, and that's something that's probably done. Yeah, and that's also something that I feel like fans need to stop doing, is that speculating shit and you guessing who. Like a lot of these names are not. A lot of the accusations don't have names attached to them, for a reason. You know, like they don't, they, the woman, the victims didn't want to put names to this for whatever reason. You know, we shouldn't be playing, you know, gumshoe detectives here. Right. To figure that out. Because that could hurt people. Right. Like, maybe not us, because who the fuck is listening to us? Yeah. But, you know, like, like all these other, like, podcasts that are speculating shit like that, that could hurt careers and shit like that if we're wrong, you know? So I don't, I don't like that. Uh, even if it's like... <laughs> like probably ninety nine percent that person, you know. Yeah, it, it's just it just seems wrong, ir- irresponsible to. That's why I'm not mentioning any name. I'm saying whoever it is. Yeah. If there's any validity to it, that yeah. person's gone. Whoever it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think as fans we shouldn't speculate. Um. And just wait, you know. And also, it it's not our story to tell. Right. It's the victim stories. When they're ready to t- say who it is, that's who. That's what they're gonna say. Um. But so, this yeah. is one of those stories that it keeps evolving. Like new names keep coming out. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. we're two weeks into this and new names are still names are still coming out. Yes, yeah, so it and doesn't stop. It's just, right. That's what I'm saying. Like it kind of sucks to be a fan right now, but I think we just need to be patient and just power through. You know, because I think it's just going to get better and better. You know, you know, new rules will be implemented and stuff like that. You know, so long as this keeps going on. You know. Like, wrestling right now, it feels like a fucking nexus of everything, doesn't it? Like, you know, the pandemic happens. And then we all are sharp-eyed looking at wrestling to see how they're going to deal with the pandemic. You know? Um, you know, the, the, the world goes into, a, like, a, a race war right now. And we're all watching wrestling. You know, sharp-eyed right. to see how they're going to deal with it. Because wrestling like is one of the few things that's still new. Like, you know, it, wrestling didn't shut down. So it's still new. So they, you know, we have to see how they. Re- wrestling is the only thing that we can see how they're reacting in real time. Yeah. Because there's no sports at all. Yeah. There's no new TV shows. Yeah. Wrestling is the only thing that's still coming out pretty much new. So we're gonna see how wrestling and, reacts in real time. And it's also, it's 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 a theater. It's, it's like Shakespeare theater in the round. You know, it's it's we go to this to be entertained and somewhat informed in some weird way, you know? Right. And then we watch it, we're like, all right. And, you know, the same thing, we, you know, with speaking out happens, and, or speak out, speak out, speaking out, is two of them. Um, we're watching WWE or AEW or whatever, Impact, and just see how they react to what's going on. It's like some, to use a, a, a faction name, it's like a nexus of everything that we deal with, right? Yeah. Um... So we, yeah, so we talked about Havoc, Skrull, Sammy, 
Impact. Ready to get to the main event? Uh, I suppose. Speaking about the main event, that will be a new t-shirt coming out this Tuesday. Um, one of three new t-shirts. Uh, we are going to be releasing the, uh, line, the New Japan uh, Line Mark style t-shirt, calling it the Smart Mark. Um, releasing our every every week we do this main event on our show it's our closing segment where we do AEW versus NXT quote unquote uh, I made a design on that and that's going to be on a t-shirt and a new logo style type of situation t-shirt and you can get it and you can get masks if you want to do your social distancing and we also they just started releasing the double layer mask so you, you can uh, actually get like a put a filter between them and stuff like that um and yeah. So who goes first this week? You go first comes to look at mine. Okay. Well first let's do the ratings. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, very interesting day. Yeah, A W NXT won big this week. The over which I don't know why. I mean I do. And I'll, I'll get into it in a second. I mean, is it possibly because of Sammy the Sammy Guevara thing and John Moxley not being on the show? I saw that number. I mean, a um, AEW still won the main demographic, but not but it went it went down. Yeah, well, NXT's went up a little bit. A little bit, yeah, just a little bit. So I don't. It was this. It was a pretty big win. It was a, a much needed win for NXT. What What's the numbers? What was the numbers? So I know it was over a hundred thousand, right? One hundred fifty thousand almost. Yeah. So it was it, like seven thirty something for NXT, something like that. I yeah, seven hundreds. I think, I think um AW was like six something. Yeah, it was like six thirteen or something. Right. Yeah. And I think um NXT was like was like seven seven sixty something like that. So anyway, what would your why do you think NXT won big this week? Well I'm always the one that's like, yeah, they won viewership but it was the demo it's demographics that matter, it's the rankings that matter. And yeah, AW uh, won the demographic. They, you know, they were 17th. Eight, uh, NXT was 22 or some shit like that in the demos. But if you look at the demos gaps, you know, the story here isn't so much how that NXT won, because NXT didn't really move. You know, like the numbers weren't that much up from last week or or that much lower. They just stayed pretty much flatline. You know, uh, it was AW that lost a lot. You know? So here we go. NXT had seven hundred eighty-six thousand. All right. And um, and it looks like um, AW. It doesn't say here. Of course, why would it say here? <laughs> probably gonna figure seven, probably six thirty something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So. So, you know, I've said it here before that the AW viewership is very much in tune with what's happening with the world. Right, they you know if something newsworthy is happening, they will stop and watch the news. If something is some sports thing is happening, they will stop and watch the sports. And the numbers show that. You know when they look at the numbers of the news and the sports events that are happening, those are always the top shit. You know, but NXT's viewership stays the same. It doesn't bounce or anything like that. You know. So so when they're when they have like season finale for the Masked Singer. Everyone wants to watch that. And AEW people will go over and watch that. And they'll come back later. You know? The 
the if you look at the the number the 630 you can like you were saying it, it, it is probably because of the 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 zeitgeist of what's happening right now you know the speaking out movement you know the yeah sure you know moxie not being there and the majority of the, the elite weren't there and all that stuff it was a bad card for AEW too um star wise they weren't there then you have the speaking out movement where like I said if your AEW fans are more attuned to the world they're probably looking at it like I really don't want to watch wrestling today and they stopped you know they turned off they watched the news or they watched the mass singer or whatever it gives on Wednesdays or they read a book or whatever they just stopped watching TV they stopped watching AEW for this week because of what's happening you know the NXT viewership didn't change because they're loyal you know and the same thing happened in the demographics. You know, the the viewership, even though AEW won those demographics, the, the, the ones that matter, it was still, the gap was shortened, right? Even though AEW, NXT's numbers didn't go up that much, the, 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 the gap between the demographics was shortened. So, yeah, it was basically the news. You know, the news that, ha- you know, the, the speaking out movement and all, and all the shit that's happening in the world with the... the the, the the riots and all that shit or that's still happening and stuff like that. And then you, you got the speaking out movement. And all that shit all that shit affected AEW. You know? What's curious is next week. I was just about to yeah. say that. Because it's been patterned that whenever there's something that's big and newsworthy, AEW gets affected. You know? AEW gets a low number, NXT gets a higher number. And uh but then the following weeks they catch up. You know, they come right back. Yeah. So that's where I'm curious. Well, next week is week one of Fighter Fest. Yeah. Oh, versus, yeah. Week versus one of the American Great American Bash. Versus the Great. Which would wow. Yeah. That shit came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Can't blame them, but still. No, no. I'm sorry they didn't. I'm sorry they waited till the last minute to announce it. Because it was a last minute decision. Yeah. Dude, they, you think they were like, let's do a Great American Bash. <laughs> Is it, look, it's the right thing to do. You can't, you can't fault them for it. It's kind of program. Yeah, it's kind of program. But now it'll be, the next two weeks will be the perfect test. You put WWE, NXT, and AEW put on their two best shows. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're going they're going punch for punch for the next two weeks now. It's not just yeah. a regular show the next two weeks. This will be the real test. Can AEW, or can NXT put on a better show than AEW? And like yes. head-to-head pay-per-view quality. NXT, yeah. I mean... I'm curious. I mean, I'm curious. I mean, they, they. I mean, if we're talking about takeovers, yeah, like they, their takeovers are usually fucking great. You know, I so got a feeling this will be. I got a feeling the Great American Bash will be a takeover quality. I, yeah, I'm sure they're they're loading it because really we got one match announced, right? The Sasha Banks and Yo Shiro is gonna be great. Gee, oh, well, that should be, but who wins that? We like like book that like you book it. Like who wins that? <sighs> wow. See, by one hand... You see what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Are they going to squash... Not squash, but are they going to put an L on Sasha Banks? I think they will. I think they will because Sasha's going to... I think that... Yo Shirai is the NXT Women's Champion. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have her take a loss at all. They want want her to be a dominant champion. I mean, if you look at this company, like... (laughs) Look what they did with Rhea Ripley and stuff like that. I don't know if that's what they want. You know? Or if they know how to do that, I well, would put it on Io Shirai. Like that would be my choice for yeah, sure. Yeah, would. Be. But, but I, I don't, I don't think. I think they're gonna be like, well, 
Sasha Banks is the major star. We want her to be the next um, SmackDown champion. Who's the SmackDown? Is it Bailey? Who's, yeah. Who's Raw? Raw is um Sasha is um. Holy crap! Oh um. Oh Oscar. Right. Yeah. So they'll probably they probably want Sasha to go for that title. So I'm they can surprised have they didn't do Oscar versus Io Shirai. Again, like who do you that would to? But see, that would have seen. I would have rather, honestly, I might have rather seen that. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're what gonna, titles on the, you know, what I'm saying, what titles on the line? Yeah. Well, it's not a title match. Oh, it's not a title. The NXT match? No, yeah. it's not a title. Match. Oh, I thought it was a title. It's match. Not a title. Uh, it's not a title. It was still. Someone's going to have to take an L on it. I think Sasha takes the L. That wouldn't be surprised if she wins it though. Yeah. You uh, mean? So let, let's get to it. All right. Oh. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I found mine. Uh, uh, uh. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Actually, no, did I go first last week or you went first last week? I want to say you did, so I'll go first. All right. Uh, we open up with a Lumberjack match. Um, and it's uh, Jack Ward. Oh, no. Lumber is, Lund- is Wardlow versus Luchasaurus. Um, which I love. I thought it was a Why lot. was it a Lumberjack match, though? I mean, that's one of those matches that you do down the line. Like, they opened the, their first match and made a Lumberjack match. I, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, it's a good match. But why make it a lumberjack match? That should be one of those things where it, be, where it builds up to being a, that kind of match. No, it's, it's a lumberjack match. The lumberjack match is just to be a very spotty match. It's just a bunch of spots here. And that's what this was. And it's a great match to, to build up excitement for the rest of the show. And that's how they like to open their shows now. It's just big, action-packed match. You know, And, that's, and this got all the people around. So along with the minimum crowd that was out there, you I feel, have the the wrestlers out there making noises. I feel like they I feel like they put it they made a lumberjack match just to remind me like those people are still in, in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> well that too, you know, get put faces on, you know, remind people and show oh. and show teases of other shit that are there because the 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 thing that I noticed here was uh, Ricky Stark was there. Ricky Starks? Yeah. Who lost his uh, TNT shot uh, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Or last week rather. Um but did you notice where he was? On the heel side. Yeah, that wasn't something that was that they made clear during the TNT, you know, shot when he went for the, the TV title. He here he was on the heel side, acting like a heel. You know, when uh, Luchasaurus got thrown out on that side, he was on there beating the shit out of Luchasaurus and shit like that. You know, oh, so real quick, that was interesting. Real quick, go ahead. so we're watching the Cruiserweight Classic. It's old DIY before Tommaso got hurt. Look how skinny he was. Yeah. Look at all the muscles he put on yeah. since that when he got skinny, hurt. and you can see some body fat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, compared to what he is now, yeah. he's like no body fat now. Yeah. I, real quick, off topic. Which Tommaso did you prefer? This one or the new one? This one. This one was looser and did better movements. Yeah. Yeah. My group. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. No, no worries. I've been wanting to talk about it for a couple minutes, but I don't want to stop you in the middle of, <laughs> middle of, your, of your thing. So. I right. know you love your Tommaso's. Look, uh, I, you know I'm a fan. Your black skull, your black hearts. Was it black heart? Yeah, black heart and Johnny Johnny Gargano with um rebel heart. Rebel. You know I'm a big fan of DIY. Yeah. Only as you should be. Right. Don't but, explain yourself. That just you should be. Right. I mean, they're one of those tech. Was this not their first teaming up? No. Was it not their first teaming up? I don't think so. Yeah, it was because yeah, they, right because they fought, they fought during the cruiserweight yeah. classic. I don't sidebar. I. 
they're pure wrestlers. I think that's why I'm a fan. They 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 have good characters, but it's like it's based in reality, and I like that. Mm-hmm. And you, I just think I'm that I'm a fan. Yeah, no, they're good. Shouldn't have to explain. That. I I wish they'd team up again. I like them better as DIY, even like a heel version of DIY. Like right now, bring Tommaso back as a heel, put him with Gargano heel, with Candice LeRae. She comes out with them as, as badasses. That might work. I, that would totally work, dude. That might work. I wouldn't be against it. No. Anyway, I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. Stop. Okay, go for it. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah. They got all the wrestlers out there, and uh, my favorite part was the the best friends were out there as lumberjacks. <laughs> they were dressed up in the lumberjack gear and stuff. Yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. Um. And uh, Ricky Starks on the heel side. I said already. And uh, the. It was a stunt. It was a stunt match. Like everyone was just doing. They were doing their stunts. Two big guys, being very fucking agile. I didn't realize Warlow was as agile as he is. Yeah, he did that fucking moonsault and shit like that. No, no, he did that Huna Karana. And her Karana. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I like him. I think he has a, you know, short stuff that he could do and sit like that. He has that fucking awesome move set. He looks intense in the ring. I don't know if he could be like a single like on his own yet. No, like, I, I don't. Yeah, he's not, he, I don't think he's ready for that. But he's, build him up, and yeah. he's, they're doing a great job with that. And this was a great match. Just put these two together, and they, they was fucking. The, the, they went off the fucking stage at each other with My each other. Favorite spot in the match is when Wardlow threw Marco stunt, like basically, basically threw him in the air. I'm like Jesus. My fr- oh, who was he throwing? Um, yeah, it was Luchasaurus. He was about Wardlow's about to throw Luchasaurus off. Or oh, I forgot one of the big guys was about to throw someone off. Onto the, off the stage, remember? Yeah. My funny part was that I jumped, I got up off my seat because no one was looking. You know, no one was. You know that spot you hate where they're not. When they my God, they, they did it twice during this match, and every time they did, I'm like, I hate this fucking spot. <laughs> but I they, hate this spot. But it, there was this spot here where they weren't looking; they were just fighting amongst themselves. And Warlock caught it and stopped, and then everyone just gathered around, and then he threw the guy. I was like. <gasps> So I'm about to. Die. I think it was. I think it was stunt he threw off the stage, and no one was looking. I was like, he's about to kill stunt. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, it was just a great, fun match to start the show. Uh, a lot of stunts here. Ricky Starks on the heel side was my main takeaway. Like, well, not my main takeaway, but one of my the things I noticed. Um, th- uh, three and a half. I loved it. Uh, three. A lot of fun. Three and a quarter. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was good. I mean. I- Luchasaurus is great. I think he has star potential. I mean, but I'm not crazy about the character. It's a fun character for what he does. But yeah. if he's gonna be that guy that possibly holds a championship or something, he can't do it as that character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I think they'll do something with him at some point where he sheds the character. He's like, I've been this character for long enough. It's time. To, it's time to evolve. Yeah. And he could say, "Dinosaurs evolve. He's evolving. He could do some kind of storyline like that." Uh, have him like become a caveman first and then <laughs> see yeah, and come see, out in a suit see you're thinking <laughs> see I like that anyway that's a WWE gimmick either. but they didn't I, didn't, I mean they, they I say do, that but he's also a fucking luchasaurus right he's a dinosaur, <laughs> yeah, he's a dinosaur. they gotta <laughs> do something with him if they want if he wants to be they want him to be a real star I don't think they do I mean I think he's just there to be that star for now, now. for now I'm, saying, I'm not later. saying I'm not, for now but that's what I'm saying I'm saying I don't think they have him being a future superstar you know, I Which think he's sucks because he's so talented. Yeah, but he's also—I don't think you 
he has that long of a longevity with him, you know, because he's so tall and he's big and stuff like that. That, could, that dude's gonna be brittle soon, you know. I think he's like that star to build on now to push like Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is the future, you know. Um, Luchasaurus is the now. Jungle Boy is the later, you know. Right. I think that's the idea with him. Um, next, we had a package by with Taz, uh, the technique by Taz. I love these bits. Where he breaks down people's moves, and this time it happened to be his guy's moves. Uh, that drill claw, um, the Brian Cage's uh, finisher, the, the drill claw. Uh, which I, I love that finish. It's the Steiner recliner, whatever. What do you call it? The Steiner driver? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing where he picks him up in like a suplex situation and then flips him over and then into a pile driver. Yeah. And it, it was Taz techniques. Or technique by Taz. These were promos and gimmicks that he was doing before with other wrestlers. Right, right. And this time he got to do it with Brian Cage, which I thought was cool. Um, and it was also just him just promoting Brian Cage, saying like, "That's what he's gonna do to Moxie. He's gonna kick his ass." Yeah. You know? uh, and I love. I've been loving Taz here in all these situations. What I anyway. like, what I like about doing with Taz when he's not out there with his guy, he's a commentator. And he came out later on. For, he did, they, they were doing the promo, I think, for the women's title or the tag title or something. Mm-hmm. When they talked to him, he wasn't the heel count. He was Taz. Yeah, he was just Taz. He's just, I like how he's just Taz with a chip on his shoulder now. Right. You know, and you know, eventually during his commentary, he'll he'll bring it up. Be like, yeah, that Moxie fellow, he's gonna get his ass kicked in the fighter fest or you know whatever, you know. But but every so often, but then he just commentates, you know. You know, I mean, like, or like, and what's funny, like, he'll bring it up so often within that match, way. Like, he'll see, I don't know, Sheeta's body slam someone. He'll be like, that's what Cage is going to do to Moxie. You know, some shit like that. And then he'll continue. You know, right. he'll move on. I think he's been pretty good with this. Uh, next up, we see Britt Baker in the plexiglass version of the Rolls Royce. Plexiglass? I wonder if that's like a big industry right now in Florida. Probably. Plexiglass. <laughs> My Probably big industry everywhere. <laughs> well, I was joking because uh, WWE has plexiglass all over the place. Oh yeah. And now they. I wonder if this was a shoot though. Like they put plexiglass on the Rolls Royce, you know? Maybe. Um. So I thought that was funny. Um. Uh, then, uh, then we had the Sheeta versus Red Velvet. Um. What I liked. Can, can I say what I liked about this? Go ahead. I liked that Sheeta came out and the first thing she did was Penelope before was quarter. So she went out there. Penelope before I talk referee don't get in the ring. She got in the ring, took care of Red Velvet like ten seconds, and went back right back at the Penelope before. I yeah. like that. Like she took care of her business and went right back out to her. I love that. I'm giving this four snarks because that, that that whole setup was perfect. Yeah, that's why I gave it four snarks. Like she um, like okay, you want me to take care of it? Fine. Go to yeah. the match. Two moves done. Go right back at the Penelope before and continue. Yeah, that's basically all everything I was about to say. I loved it. I loved how she came out and it. was giving Ford evil eye like. This bitch is here. This bitch. And yeah. she came out, got in, in Ford's face and all that stuff. And then, like you said, the referee came out. And then she went in, uh, kneaded the face, Falcon Arrow. And right back three. outside. Now I'm done with this. Now I'm going to kick Like, her she ass. even posed in the ring after she got the one. She got the pin and rolled right yeah, out. Rolled right the fuck out. That's how you make a fucking superstar. See, that you know? was, that's why I gave her four because That was just awesome. Yeah. It was a squash match. It was so perfect. You see that shot that Ricky Starks took? That's what I was saying. Like, was hold, she was holding shit and Penelope Ford swung up in and knocked out Ricky and punched Ricky Starks right yeah. in the eye. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. Uh, and did you notice uh, Cesar Bononi in the in the background? No, I didn't. He's uh, old, or he's one of the NXT people that were let go. 
and uh, he was like that really tall guy in a suit. I don't remember. Uh, if you notice. Yeah, he was, you know, Cesar Bononi was a NXT guy who hardly got any TV time. This is weird. Yeah. Um, he was an NXT guy that hardly got any uh, TV time, Cesar Bononi. Yeah. And and now he's here. So he's probably going to be in like taped episodes of um, Dark and whatnot. That, which is fine. You, know, you want to see what he has. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, so yeah, so four snarks for Shida over Red Velvet. Red Velvet's a dark wrestler too. She four like, snarks squash snark. And then we're gonna... I know, but as good as it was, I kind of want to just give it four snarks, period. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'll yeah. go with you on that one. This is one of the few times we're going to agree on something really good. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Uh, next up, they had a video, well, not, I guess video package for Cody and Hager press conference. The press conference was stupid. Yeah, it was fine. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't as over as a lot of people were, but they were trying to do like the whole sports thing. Yeah, and stuff I, like that, I, I, which is why I guess it didn't go all that over with me. The one touch I did like was the the reporters' names: Liz Hunter and uh, Matt Brock. They're, Liz Hunter's actually a pro wrestling illustrated reporter. Not really. Those are fake characters that pro wrestling illustrated created. Oh, I didn't know Both that. of them, Matt Brock and both of them. They're fake, um, they're I, kayfabe reporters. I didn't know that. From pro wrestling at Charlotte. I thought they were like people actually wrote articles and shit. No, they're, oh, they're fake, they're fake uh, reporters. Um, which is something that you can tell that's probably like Tony Khan, because he's, he's one of those geeks, you know? He probably threw that in there for the people who, are, who would notice that. Like, ah, look, look, Matt Brock and Liz Hunter, you know? Now, let me say this, Jake Hager's wife, hot. Okay. <laughs> She's hot. Um, you should do the drink at Cody's face. I'm like, mm. the whole segment didn't do anything. I'm a sports guy. The whole segment didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it didn't do much for me either. I did like the promo from um, Arn. And I did like uh, Cody's promo after, where he's like, he brought up the whole thing. You know, AW likes to bring up what everyone's talking about. And he brought up the whole idea of the, the title being incomplete. You know? And he, he compared it to himself. Like, he's incomplete. I like. How Cody did that and stuff like that, but otherwise it was just a, it was fine. It was good. It's good building up to the match at Fighter Fest. I guess. All right. Anyway. Um. Next up, we had the Joy. They did a Janela and Sunny Kiss the video package, but a, a smaller version of the actual video package that was released on YouTube. Um. And I, I mean, I love the YouTube one. This was just a, a, a like a, like a cut version of it. Right. Um. Which I mean, it didn't really give or take away from it, but it, I I do like the that video package. It's very look. I saw what you posted that you like that another, but did the A they really need another tag team? Yes. No, it's too. Look, I get yes. what they're doing with the tag teams. That WWE doesn't doesn't focus on tag teams, so they're gonna focus on tag teams, which is fine. But now they got like thirteen tag teams now. Listen, everyone has something to do. Everyone's doing stuff. You know. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Um. So they did that video package. Then they had the match with uh, Brody, Brody Lee and Cole Cabana teaming up with each other and defeating Janela and Kiss. Um, this was fun. It was just fun. Um, I liked the Janela and tag team moves that they were doing throughout the match. Um, and then the noticeable thing here was Brody Lee does his finisher on Janela, was it? Yeah, and then and then he tagged the Coco Bannon to do the pin. Well, Coco was already the legal man. Oh, right, he, oh, right, right. He did, and then, and then he Cole pin him. Yeah, he's like, here, I did that for you. Like, that's for you. Um, so, that you know, just building up more of that storyline there. 
And next week, I think the next week or the week after, it's going to be Brody and Colt Cabana against SCU. Yeah. So then after the ma- after Colt and Brody win, uh, Lance Archer comes out and destroys them. Uh, I like how he took a, te- a chair to the face and just no-sold it. Like, you did. You, f- you done fucked up. You know, that type of thing. And then that builds up that their match too. I think it's Lance and um, Joey Janela. I like match. that he attacked Joey Janela. Then he was going in, and Jake Roberts said, "No, no, he's done." Yeah. Like no, no, you, he's already down. Yeah. Or beat up somebody else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Um, did he get new teeth, Roberts? I didn't look. His teeth look scary white and like out there, like they're just coming at you now. Um, probably they got the AEW money now. Probably so. so Three snarks I gave the tag match. Um, two, two, uh, three is fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was nothing special. Yeah, it wasn't special. It was just fun and it just built out those little like storylines that they're doing with them. Um, and I, I'm looking forward for more Janelle and Kiss, the the Jersey connection or whatever they're calling I, I, them. I guess. Um, I guess. Sean Spears dark follow up. Oh yeah, I like how they're doing these dark, um, ticker things like at the, the on the lower third. Of the screen, yeah, and yeah. I'll show you the results of dark. Yeah, yeah, that's a sports thing. Yeah, and like I, a sports ticket, like other yeah. scores from other games and stuff. Yeah, yeah so I, I do appreciate that. I kind of like how they're doing that now. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. And then this one, they actually showed some footage this week uh, with um, Sean Spears, um, a match on dark where they showed him winning because he loaded the the glove. I'm not sure I'm getting this whole glove thing. He's I using as me. I, Look, I get they, it, but if you're showing video of him doing that, like, <laughs> yeah, I get. I mean, if they were using the glove, just to try to maybe focus him, but he's using it as a weapon. Yeah, I, um, I okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Um, and that's it. I thought that was gonna lead to a match or something. He did have a match. No, Spears had a match with who? He didn't have. A, no, they showed that that clip. Where he they show him oh, the okay. glove. Oh, okay. was the match. Yeah, yeah. Because after this was the FTR and SCU. Okay. The the, the battle over initials. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this was FTR versus uh, SCU. Love this. Um, and they know they said that that the tag division is gonna be Daniels and Cad, and they they said Scorpio Sky is gonna be a singles guy now. Yeah. So which is what we expect. Yeah. Um, and at Kaz. I think is better off as, I'm sorry, Daniels is better off as um, the tag guy right now. Yeah, he's they, slower and just helps him. I think he's looked great since he's come back as a tag guy. Yeah, yeah. Huh? And they've been together for a long time. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're the tag, they're, they're the guys that are together. Yeah, definitely. Um, the you know the FTR's gimmick is that they're, you know no you know the no flips just fist guys the 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 old time tag team guys here. So you have Ross kept constantly bring that up. Like, look, they're grabbing the tag rope. You see that? That's yeah. tag team, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is where I noticed Ross mentioning COVID and all that stuff. Um, and how they, you know, everyone gets tested and stuff like that, blah, blah, um, FTR doesn't move and they put the four fingers up. What move they do? Was it the, that power driver move? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't move and they did that, the four fingers. So, Possibly a teaser. It's gonna be Dom Spears and Cody as the new four horsemen. That would be cool. Like that. See that. That's who it should be. Yeah. And have Arn and Tully as the as as the mentor, coach, whatever. Yeah. And I, I, and I can appreciate the relationship between Spears and Cody. Like, 
like code like Spears could be like his um star scream, you know, like that that number one guy but right. he Cody has to watch his back with him all the time because he possibly gonna betray him or some shit like that. Um so yeah, so yeah, I liked the match. It was fine. Uh it was a lot of fun. I gave it three and three quarters. Um I like that when the it's funny, I was watching the match when the F T R did that move off the top rope. I'm like, what's the name of that move? I could, it was the, it called the Vegematic. Oh, yeah. It was a Midnight Express. And they mentioned Midnight Express Vegematic. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name because I was thinking of the name. It was driving me crazy. Yeah. And then they mentioned, like, dang, 30 seconds later. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> um, what do you think of that, the, the Goodnight Express? The name, the new name for Shatter Machine? No. They could have kept the Shatter Machine. They own the name. Yeah, I know, but I'm They could just kept the Shatter Machine. I figured, like, were they calling you Goodnight Express just as a shout out to Midnight Express? On the Rock and Roll Express, maybe, yeah. Midnight well, I think Midnight, because it's Goodnight Midnight. Maybe. And even the, the, the pile driver, they call it the, what do they call it? The Brain, the Mind Shatter or something. Yeah. Like, that. And like Brain Buster, Mind Breaker. Mind Breaker, they call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like this match a lot. Uh, three and three quarters. Even though I feel like FTR is not really doing classic tag style matches here, you know, it just feels like a bunch of moves right now. You know, they're not doing the, you know, that 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 heat where you know where they beat up one guy, keep him away from his corner type of thing. You know, it's just they come in and do their moves. You know, I'm waiting for them to be like that classic heelish. I guess they're not really heels right now. Probably probably why they're not doing that type of stuff, but. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that FTR. Uh, three and two quarters, but I give it. Uh, uh, same. Uh, after that, FTR does a promo. Uh, it's another one of their tag pull-aparts. Uh, Butcher and the Blade come out. Now, well, they're in the, the the old-timey truck that you like. Um, and I guess they're threatening to destroy it or whatever. I think I feel like they fucked this up. I felt like the camera wasn't supposed to go to Lucha Brothers right away. Yeah. They were behind them, and I was like... Is this messed up? Were we not supposed to see them yet? And then, and then they went back and forth. Also, the the blade guy um, seemed a bit nervous on the mic there. You know, and I'm like, eh, he needs a little bit more time on that. Um, other than that, it was fine. Good build up, pull apart. Young bucks come out to help and shit like that. Um, after that. They had a really good Best Friends uh, Omega and Page video package um, building up to their match at Fighter Fest. Uh, you know, showing like, you know, we hug because it makes us stronger. You know, like that, you know, just playing the, 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 the team's situations and shit like that. You know. Um, and then you have Omega explaining like we weren't, we, we just decided to become a team. We just decided to win match. We just decided, you know, like it's easier for us. You know, I do like the their video packages here and I thought this was a good video package for them. Uh, Moxie did a tape vid uh, which is fine, whatever. Uh, and then we had Cage um, a match between Cage and John Cruz or Joe Cruz. <laughs> that was a funny bit. Um, uh, Ross was like, let's mention this other guy. He deserves to be mentioned. Should have his name said on TV. And he goes, Joe Cruz. To that extent, Excalibur goes, well, that's John Cruz. <laughs> I wonder if John Cruz gets paid twice. Or, cause you're, he's, you're just an idiot. No, no, not for Joe Cruz. John Cruz is there as another wrestler. A masked wrestler known as Serpe, uh, Serpentico. 
Y puede que esté con eso. Uh, Serpentico. Uh, and after that, we had a Taz promo. Uh, I'm loving, like I said, I'm loving the Taz promos. I like how he came out and he was like, Where are you? Where are you? There you are. And he looks at the camera lens and he's like, You're right there sitting your ass down. Staying home for some bullshit reason and shit like that, you know, calling out the fucking COVID and shit. I thought, all right, cool, you know, I, I'm loving it, loving the Taz stuff here. Um, then they show uh, backstage stuff between uh, Brody and Cope, saying what you just said uh, earlier that they're gonna challenge SCU. And uh, and then I like the main thing I like about Cope is like he sells with his face. Like you see his like, yeah, I, I guess I want this. They're my friends, but. I'm winning, you know, and you can tell he doesn't want to do it, but he wants to do it because he wants to win. So I'm, I'm loving Colt in this situation. Britt Baker, Big Swole had a, a gimmick here, um, which I, which was fine. You know, it was Britt Baker uh, talking shit about Big Swole and then Big Swole comes and then starts yelling at Britt Baker. Britt Baker's like, I can't hear you. I'm in plexiglass. I'm in plexiglass, which was funny. And then um, Big Swole disappears and comes up on top of the Rolls Royce with garbage and throws garbage onto Britt Baker um, and uh, uh, my favorite part about this was Reba or Rebel whatever they're calling her it's both um, she somehow somewhere gets a fucking leaf blower and starts try trying to blow Big Swole with the leaf blower and trying to get off the truck I was like where the fuck did she get a leaf blower for this shit? Um, I don't know. I feel like Reba is like the breakaway star from this. She's been on point with her comedic like, yeah. like foil to um, Britt Baker. Um, then we had a match with technically the main event. Uh, Hardy, Matt Hardy defeating Santana. This was just okay. But um, I, 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 my takeaway from this is after the match was over, when Ortiz came in, started beating down Matt Hardy, and Private Party showed up after the fact. Now, when you watch wrestling, the, the, the partners always come to help after the fact. Mm -hmm. They explained it. Well, you know, Jim Ross, like, we're in a locker room at the other end of the arena. I thought it was, we had a oh, little yeah. golf course to get around. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. He explained why it took so long. I'm like, I can find it. The match itself is, um, it, Yeah, I, I only gave it two and three quarters. The, the the cage and cruise match I gave the three the, this was three two and three quarters for Hardy and Santana it was too long and slow yeah. and I just wasn't feeling it I think they did okay work in it um, but it was it was just yeah like it was that, just kind I, of slow I'm not really appreciate it I think I said it on this show I'm not a, I haven't been a fan of Matt Hardy work like at all since AEW, I mean, he's doing okay work. But I'm not his like, work has been fine. I don't like him there, his character or anything like that. I think his wrestling work has been fine. Yeah, I mean, he I can still sell. You know? I could do without Matt Hardy either. Same. I can't even disagree with that. I'm, I, not, I'm not. I understand why they brought him in. He's like one of those something you risk. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a risk you take. Yeah, I guess him, he's a he's a star. You know, and he's a. Especially for AEW. AEW is still in that um, counter-culture, counter-WWE mode. Right. And when they get someone like Matt Hardy, that's just fits their mode right now. So, I understand why they took the risk with him. Um, I think he's better off being kept with this whole trios thing with um, the private the party and whatnot. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
Uh, and after this, the quote unquote main event, whatever you want to call it, is uh, Orange Cassidy and Y2J or Chris Jericho, the Le Champion, um, had a, a, like a go home promo. Ooh. Like a like a go home promo, um, which was good. I like Chris Jericho. I was like, if you try those fucking kicks, fake kicks with me, I'll kick your ass in ten in thirty seconds. You know, and then of course you had Orange Cassidy doing those kicks. You know, like no selling what Chris Jericho just said. You know, and then he does the the fake, the lazy super kick. You know, and then uh, Chris Jericho gets pissed and he takes his glasses off. And my favorite part was Chris Jericho's face, like the. Hmm? Mm-hmm. And he breaks the glasses. And what do you think about that type of face? And then uh, that's what it took. Yeah. To 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 get uh, Orange Cassidy to try. And then yeah. it, it, it he spears him down and then starts beating him up. And they had, they had this brawl around the empty arena ish, empty ish arena. And uh, it was it was good. It was it was a good little um, pull pull apart type of thing where you had Orange Cassidy accidental blood on the ear. Shit like that, and he had that great fucking image of him just standing with the blood yeah. and stuff like that, and he's just doing the, like the, you know, the, the thumbs up shit. Uh, and it, it was a good image, and I thought it was a good uh, heat for what they're gonna do for Orange. Um, I was almost called it Orange Fest. <laughs> That'd be plenty of pay per view, though. I kind of wish they didn't call. Like, why are they calling it Firefest again? Like, but, they're probably gonna make it an annual thing. But Firefest, you know what Firefest is? Yes, we talked about it last year. Well, they're calling it Fighter Fest. Firefest is that fake yeah thing that never happened. The 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 fake um concert, whatever. The See, fuck. if they really wanted to make it like Firefest, they can announce Fighter Fest in a date event that announced like clearly damn well Firefest is not happening. We're gonna give you this instead. Oh, yeah, that will be funny. Um well like they should have called it like some other Netflix thing, like Tiger Fest. You know? No. Yeah, and that way just be like like, like uh, every year be, that that show would be based pop culture of, uh, some whatever's going NXT on now documentary you know yeah <laughs> and, and Netflix documentary huh what Nef- is it NXT documentary. I said NXT oh <laughs> uh, you can forgive that come on NXT and Netflix I guess <laughs> uh, on a good show my favorite match I would give it to um the lumberjack match. I just, I just thought that was just a lot of fun, which I guess is weird because I'm putting that over the the tag match. Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with that. I love that lumberjack match. It's two big guys just fucking throwing each other all over the fucking place, and it was fun. Um, um my favorite match in there probably go FTR and SCU. Yeah, that like that was my that, that was my in between. I was like, who that, I'll, I'll probably go with that. Um, but if I'm gonna go overall, like so for this show, that Akira Shida thing was great. That whole, oh, that whole thing was Now fun. I gotta think again. I kind of want to go with that. You know what? Let's do it. Let's go with this tag team on that one. Yes. Um, my only problem with the Lumberjack match also was um, Wardlow won with like a roll-up. Like he hit, he did the low blow and got a roll-up type of thing. And I figured they, they shouldn't have done that with him. Not not for this. Um, but yeah, that's my take. That's AEW. Go. Alright, so NXT opened up with a little thing back before the show where Cameron Grimes is walking to full sail. You see Damon Priest is by his car. Oh, my back. means We got attacked by Cameron Grimes. Yeah. So Cameron Grimes comes out saying Did that... Did Cameron Grimes say something like he's squashed or something like that? He looks squashed? I don't remember. Anyway, Grimes comes out in the mic, comes in the ring, 
So, you know, last week he slashed his own tires. This week he hurt his back. He goes, I, give me the victory. Cameragrams. So then, then Damien Priest does come out. Um, and Grimes got the win. Because he's that fighting face. <laughs> so I just don't understand that. Yeah, yeah Grimes got, obviously got the win because if, if you know wrestling for, for years, that's, that's, he's hurt. He got the win because of the, the hurt. Thing. I just I, I don't understand how yeah. the face situation ain't. All right, they interviewed Ripley about the women's title picture. And Robert Stone saying that Lee is officially signed on to his brand. And, and he offered Rhea Ripley a second chance. Join the Robert Stone brand. And Rhea Ripley dumps Robert Stone in the garbage. What, what the fuck are they doing with Rhea Ripley? I don't know. This is garbage. So then Leah comes out and smacks Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley says, okay, he goes, you just want a golden ticket to, to my ring. And you can see that look on Leah's face like, I fucked up. Like, she knew she was going to get slaughtered. Like, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, she had no confidence in this. Like, it seemed like a good idea at the time to smack her. But, regurts. <laughs> I just, yeah. Such a waste of... Such a waste of what? Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Rhea Ripley was a star, and now they... I feel like they've Roman Reigns there or something like that. Like, they're just... Now she's going to be in this situation. And odds are, she's going to fucking lose next week or whenever that match is with Robert Stone. And she's going to be in this weird tag team with Robert Stone and Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Um, they They did a little thing with Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher's can wrestling... Yeah, that's just that. Yeah, okay, it was alright. I'm liking it. I'm I'm a I'm a Thatcher guy right now. I want more fighter pit fight pit. I like I I, I put Timothy Thatcher in the same camp that I put Matt Riddle in. Mm. I get why people like him. They're talented. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, Santos Escobar defeated Jake Atlas. I like this a lot. It was a great match tonight yeah. for NXT. It was a great yeah. match. Um. I like the move where Escobar caught Jake Atlas and threw him so hard off the rope that he slammed into the plexiglass. Yeah. But that plexiglass gets a lot of use, man. <laughs> I love the plexiglass because my problem with the empty arena stuff was the silence. People banging on the plexiglass helps. I, I, it gives us some noise. Not for these shows. Like, not for NXT. Because NXT just feels so robotic. NXT, SmackDown, Raw, they're, they're, they shout when they're told to shout. They cheer when they're told to cheer. They clap when they chose to clap. They stand where they're supposed to stand. And that's it. They can't move around or anything yeah. like that. It's just so robotic there. And sometimes you look at their faces, you can tell, like, they're just standing there like, all right, when is this over? You know? All right. They, um, next up, they did a little nothing with the UE where they threw Roddy in the trunk to get him over his fears. What is this? Yeah, I know. Like, the only thing I wish they had done, and then they, after it came up, they, they you, you got, you have... You're gonna fight. Fuck his name is Loomis. Later, and you know, and, and he walks away. What they should have did at the end of the segment when they walk away, just have Dexter Loomis just walk out, like he's watching them. That's how you would improve this. You can't improve this. Like I would have done that the though. Therapeutic anyway. era. I would have done that anyway though. Anyway, what is happening to the show? I don't know. Did um. They did a little interview with Malcolm Bevins and his and his tag team. His tag team are Ascension 2.0. Oh, she sure? She sure? She sure. She sure. And he was so pissed off. He was pissed off beyond festivity. Yes. <laughs> I, I, no, I enjoyed that little Yes. That but little it, they, they're basically the Ascension 2.0. They're not going to do anything. T-shirt. Yeah. Pissed off beyond festivity. <laughs> All right. Um, I like them, though. She sure. She sure. Yeah. Like, 
Not a fan. I mean, I mean, they're not gonna be like hard workers or anything like that. But they're gonna be like you said, like AOP and stuff like that. They're just big guys. Yeah. Um, they did a tag match. Kate, um, we have next up we have Casey Cantero and Kaden Carter versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai got the win. The KC experience, I think they're calling themselves. Yeah. It's a good name because they're both KC. Yeah. Kaden. Kaden Carter and uh, Casey Ken, right. Ken Carter. They're both Casey. I would have called them Casey Squared, but yeah, no. I <laughs> I told you man, Joe. Like Casey too. Yeah. Um, and after the match was over, Dakota Kai challenged Yo Sure. Yeah, I like the match. Um, Raquel Gonzalez. That's her name now, Raquel. Right? Yes. Oh, because I kept calling her Reina for for a long time. That was her old name. Um, she she's the star here, though. She's going to be the breakaway star. Yeah. Like, they're the ones that they're putting the rocket on. She's going to be the one shooting up. It's not going to be Dakota Kai. All right, next up, we have Cameron Cross versus Bronson Reed. I actually wasn't a bad match. I mean, Bronson Reed did get some offense in. I mean, would it have been better off being a squash for Cameron Cross just to have him just blow through Bronson Reed? I mean, this technically was a squash. This was extended. Right. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot, too. It was. I, I hate the fucking entrance, of course. Yeah, I yeah. hate that shit. But beyond that entrance, I, NXT has been doing um, Karen Cross right, like with the short matches. Even with Champa, it was a short fucking match. And here it was uh, seven minutes longer than he's had before. But still, he was not in any trouble. Even when uh, Thick Boy got um, any type of offense, it was you know no sold, and then he came back and did his. Death site, whatever the, the psycho site, whatever the psycho suplex is called, and uh, his finisher, the cross face, the cross cross jacket, yeah, um, and stuff like that. You know, so they're they're doing cross right right now. It's just I'm scared. So when it gets even longer for him, because right. he's he's and I think they know that he can't go that long, too long, you know, because they haven't put him in a long match yet. You know, you figured that would be like the match with him and Champa, but it wasn't. You know. It was just a short match. This was technically short, longer than before. But I, I figured they've done that right. The the and the entrance is garbage to me. It's fucking garbage. The fucking smoke and the fucking lip singing and the fall and pray, fall and pray. You know what I want to happen? I want that song. Him to be coming out in that song and fall and pray, fall and pray. And then I want um, what's his fucking face? I want the Miz to come out. And you're like, I came to pray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Next up, they did. Kenzie Mitchell interviewed um Adam Cole. Adam Cole's like the only thing that he's concerned about in his triple threat, the what the, the, the title for title matches. I need more room on my mantle for one more belt. All right. So he's confident. Yeah. Um. Do you think he leaves double champ? Yes, I think I think Keith Lee's time to get then go to Raw SmackDown because Vince loves Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee be the guy that just ends up on Raw SmackDown. Think so? Yeah. Um, Mercedes Mercedes Martinez video package. All right. I was happy to see that. Yeah, she yeah she, it's good to see her. Finally, giving her some type of push, some type of gimmick here. This will be the second one they did for her. Yeah. But, like, she hasn't appeared since they, she signed. Right. So I'm like, all right, finally they're going to do something with her. Um, so I can't wait. At least in NXT. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, my only... Uh, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. I had nothing. Um, Rhea Ripley defeated Aaliyah. 
And then they did a... They did something backstage where later on... I'm just going to jump around a little bit. Where it's going to be Aaliyah versus... I mean, Aaliyah and Robert Stone versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah, if so Rhea Ripley loses, like, they just join Robert Stone. Whatever. I don't, Whatever. Understand. I don't understand this company anymore. Um, Dexter Loomis, Roger Strong ended in a count out when Roger Strong just left. <laughs> he was scared. I, yeah, I don't get it. What's happening to this company? Yeah, I don't get it. This brand, rather. It feels like um, Pritchard is controlling NXT. A little bit. But it's not. You know who's fucking NXT up? Oh, Road Dog. I heard, is... Would not be one, surprised. One of the people there. Road Dog is there. One of the people in charge. It's it's Triple H is in charge. Um, Shawn Michaels is there in charge. And I think Road Dog is like one of the other people in charge. Great, we blame him. Because yeah. look what he did to SmackDown. Yeah. Look what's been happening to NXT these last few weeks. Yeah. These fucking gimmicks and shit. I'm like, oh my god. So next week, we have Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, number one contenders match for Io Shirai's title. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have a strap match for next week. Roderick Strong and Dexter Loomis. So Roderick Strong... Strap can- match. Yeah. So Roderick can't run away. Yeah. And the main event, Keith Lee defeated Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano to retain a North American belt. To set up the title for title match in two weeks. You know what I think, though? I think Cole is going to lose because he's just going to get called up to be a jobber to the old guys. Yeah? I'm shut up. No, I mean, I'm not saying that as a, a rib to you, but I think, I think that's what's going to happen. I think Cole's going to get called up to be a jobber to the big guys, like the, the, to Randy Orton and stuff like that, you know? You know aren't they trying to do something between him and Randy Orton? Wasn't there some type of gimmick? With who? Randy Orton and some NXT talent. Yeah, they haven't said who yet. It's it's probably going to be Cole. I hope it's Keith Lee. I don't want to see Cole on main roster. I'm, I don't... No, no, I don't no, e- no, I don't no. either. I don't either. No, no, I no. understand. I understand. No. Boo. I understand. <laughs> but it's going to happen, boo. <laughs> oh, uh, Wendy Freeman, real quick. A little, little shout out. Just posted on our group page. Next week, Oni Lork and Timothy Thatcher. Ooh, I'm saying it's gonna be hard. I, I wonder if Lorcan is one of those trainees. Like I'm curious as to who his little Cassius Cash can is gonna be. Like group is like who's in his group? Wasn't now correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Timothy Thatcher in Catchpoint and Evolve? Yes. And wasn't only Lorcan part of Catchpoint or no? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Huh. But I, I don't think they're gonna. You continue storylines here or anything like that no but I'm just saying you know may, there might be a history between those two maybe they'll talk about the history they were teammates and evolve then they could use that oh maybe yeah so that's my that's my NXT my match of the night was probably hmm hmm I don't know match of the night for NXT yeah for me, I'm going to give it to the Cruiserweight. Which one's that? Cruiserweight title. The, um, um, I forgot his name. The Phantasma. Oh, yeah, Cruiserweight match. Jay, Jay Gat- yeah, me too. That's the only one, yeah. The Keith Lee match was good, but I'm just... 
they did that thing with Keith Lee again where he just pops up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah. that. It was... <laughs> I slow. saw that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> the first time they did it, it was awesome. They kind of did it out of nowhere. But now you're kind of expecting it. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> From, um, what was your match of the night in total? Both shows. I'm going to give it to Sheeta. It was just too, so exciting and how they did it. And they yeah, really you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. Um, it was such a short match, but this, this the way, like, like you said, the way they, they did it. They built up a star, you know. They like, made her look so fucking strong and tough, yeah. And I'm uh, curious, and I'm damn curious, if Penelope Cruz versus Sheeta. Yeah, they, and this whole thing made me want, want to see, see that, that more. Exactly. And that, that's why I appreciate it. Uh, real quick, I'm just going over Fighter Fest. Uh, night one is Cody versus Hager for the TNT Championship title. We uh, Jack Swagger. Hey, I'm still oh, calling them. I don't okay. care. AEW World Tag Champs, uh, the Elite. Oh, they, I guess they're calling them Elite now. Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Best Friends. Uh, first one I give to Cody. This I give to the Elite. Um, AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford. I give it to Shida. MJF and Wardlow versus Jurassic Express, which is Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. I'm giving that to MJF and Wardlow. Proud and Powerful PMP versus The Private Party with Matt Hardy at their side. Uh, I'm going to give it to PMP. Um, oh, I agree with that. Night two is Mox. Well, we'll I don't know if this is going to happen, but Moxie versus Brian Cage. They probably will. They're probably, Moxie's probably, we're not going to see Moxie next week. I think he's going to sit home for two weeks. But the thing is, I think they're taping night two during night one. Oh. So I don't think he's gonna be here unless they tape it afterwards. You know, after the two week and maybe or maybe do that one match live or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. But this might not happen. Brian Cage versus Moxie. If it does happen, I'm giving it to Moxley. Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. I'm giving to Jericho. Um, Cocabana Dark Order. What? Oh. Cocabana and the Dark Order, which is going to be Brody Lee and Stu Grayson uh, versus SCU, all of SCU. So it will be Daniels, Kazarian, and Sky. Um, I'm going to give that to Co- the Dark Order and Cocabana. Uh, Lance Archer versus George Janela. I'm giving it to Archer. The Young Bucks versus F. No, no. Young Bucks and FTR uh, against the Lucha Bros and uh, Butcher and the Blade. Um. I would give that to Young Bucks and FTR. Yeah, and I think um, I think they and I think that match ends with them fighting. Possibly, possibly, um, and then Nyla Rose may have a match, but we don't know who. Whoever it is, um, I would give it to Rose, um, and that's it. Um, one more quick bit of news: WWE is interested in Tessa Blanchard. WWE? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, how, how do you know this? I just read. They said it online. Oh. The reports are coming out that they're interested in Tessa Blanchard. I don't know how if that's a good idea. I would bring her in, but I would slow crawl her in. Like, don't push it to the top. Make her work, work her, work her to the, make her work away. I mean, What's the, the top in the WWE Women's Division? <laughs> like, see, probably <laughs> she, my problem with that is she would come in and be the one, the best wrestler in that division. But she would, uh, hopefully her ego doesn't get in the way where she wants to be in a men's division, like she was in Impact. 
WWE won't do that though. That's the whole thing. That's you know, they're gonna have to deal with that. That might be something that she wants to keep doing. Well, that'd be something she would have to deal with. Yeah, but he's not gonna budge on that. I'm just saying, her. you know, in negotiation, that's gonna be part of the problem. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that's the show, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, please check out our merch store. Don't forget anything from Isolation Mania that you purchase. Hundred percent of our proceeds go to Suicide Prevention. And if you buy any kind of face mask, T Public will donate a face mask. Medical grade face masks to essential workers. That's right. So, do some good. And keep it in the ring. Too sweet.